This podcast is brought to you by Trend. Trend is a micro-influencer marketing platform that helps connect brands with influencers. Learn more, join our network, or start an influencer campaign at trend.io. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the DTC pod. I'm your host, Jay, and today we're going to be talking about some Black Friday tips courtesy of Nick Sharma, the DTC guy, as you may know. We had him on our podcast recently, and he's dropped a lot of awesome Black Friday tips between the podcast launch and today. Obviously, we know Black Friday, Cyber Monday, BFCM, as some people call it, is coming up pretty soon. So kind of wanted to get ahead of this a little bit and offer some tips. Maybe you already started planning your strategy. Maybe you're already done. Maybe you haven't started planning, but we're going to go through some things on why it's really important to nail this right. And we're going to go through some of Nick Sharma's best tips that I've seen. These are pulled from basically his newsletter, some blogs as well, some master classes that you might have seen on Privy. So I wanted to pull everything together for you guys. And this Black Friday, Cyber Monday is going to be so big. I mean, Black Friday sales have been increasing here in the US by over a billion dollars every single year since 2017. And especially for e-commerce this year, it's going to get pretty wild. I mean, there are some estimates out there, but I'm kind of going to even ignore those because we just honestly don't know what to expect. I mean, most shoppers are going to be shopping online. We had in our blog post about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, which I encourage you to check out on the website. 67% of shoppers are going to be shopping online. So who knows what e-commerce is going to look like when the final numbers tally out in terms of total sales. But let's jump right into some of the great tips that Nick's got over here. So I want to go through a couple of caveats first. And one thing that before we jump into Nick's suggestions are you need to get ahead and outline when your deals are. This is a suggestion that I'm seeing a lot out there. So what I mean by that is send your audience an email and let them know like, hey, these are when the Black Friday deals are going to be. This is what the value might be, like how much you're going to save, whether it's in terms of dollars or percent. I think it's really important to get ahead of this. And I agree with everything that's out there in the sense of by getting ahead, you're kind of outlining when the best deals are going to be. And there's not going to be any surprises. And for your customers, what that means, and even people who might be interested in your product, they aren't going to be waiting around hoping for a better deal. Because I mean, even me as a consumer, you know, if I see a really good sale, And I might try and hold out a couple more days. Maybe there's an even better sale. I know some people are getting started with some sales early this year. So I've been holding out on a few things on my own end. But if you're able to make that clear, you can really drive up your order value on those days. So wanted to preface it by saying that. Also, what you should be focusing on, one of Nick's tips for Black Friday specifically. So this is on that first day where the sales are just going to go bonanzas. He's saying to focus on a bundle. So you want to do high average order value, high discount, essentially. And what you're doing there is you are packaging your products together and pricing them at a pretty high price in the sense of 
you know, more products. So one example that Nick did when he was at Hint, um, they did a, a nine cases for $99. And so what you're doing over there is you're driving your average order value higher. Yes, the customer is getting a discount there, but you're also increasing your order value and that's going to be huge. What you're also doing there is, you know, people get to try out products that they might not have tried before that you have. And so it's really important over here to sample some of those products in that bundle offer. So if there's something that's not selling well, or maybe it's something that's new, try and bundle it in there and give people a chance to try it out. Maybe they'll love it. Maybe they'll come back and order it also. So you're going to be able to increase customer lifetime value there. That's something that's really cool with Hint. Specifically, what Nick did is they used to package in flavors that people weren't really ordering as much. And so it allowed them to get rid of inventory, first of all, and then offer the opportunity for some of their customers and people who were first time buyers, maybe a chance to sample some different flavors. So definitely include some sort of samples in there. You can charge a little bit of a higher price, give a discount on it in that sense with that higher order value. But make sure that you're going high AOV, high discount. That's the key thing. Bundle, high AOV, high discount. And so with that said, another example over there is what they're doing with Judy is really cool over there. Judy's one of the brands that Nick is investing in as well. And he said they're going to be focusing on sampling some of their smaller kits while their two main flagship kits sell on their own. So just kind of hitting again on that sampling idea over there. So for Saturday and Sunday, what Nick actually suggests is promote something else. Don't run that same sale again that you were doing on Black Friday. Don't do that because people are going to catch on and they're going to know every single year then that you're that guy or that girl that is running the same sale throughout the whole weekend. So don't do that. Make it a little bit exclusive. And Nick said, if you know you get someone messaging you, customer support saying, hey, what's up? There's no deal. Like I missed out on the Black Friday deal. You can offer that if you'd like to through customer support, but try and promote something else on the weekend. So one of the things that Nick suggests over here is if you're Glossier, maybe focus on selling glossy wear or something like that. If you've got maybe some other sort of product like a sunscreen or a cookbook or something that's kind of like an ancillary product to your main offering, this is a good time to run some of that stuff over there. People are still looking for deals, but this is a good time to introduce some of those less popular items. And something that I think was really interesting that Nick called out is that, you know, if you're an early stage company and you're looking to help create that great story. This is something that can be key and good to talk about with potential investors as well. When it comes to Cyber Monday, so that final day, something that Nick suggests to do is make it last the whole week, this sale that you run on Cyber Monday, and do something that's a little bit different. So I've seen a lot of brands out there that say like you spend a certain amount of dollars and then you get like a discount. So maybe you spend a hundred bucks, 15% discount, 200 bucks, it's 20% discount, et cetera, et cetera. What Nick actually suggests and what he's actually doing with some of his brands as well is that in those little different discount tiers, 
actually offer free shipping on the first tier. And then the tiers that go after offer some sort of gift card as well. So maybe you do like free shipping plus a $25 gift card or free shipping plus a $50 gift card. And the reason that you want to do this or try this instead is because it's really a triple win. And so in the sense, you're not discounting your product. So you're still going to gain the full value of whatever your your product is worth. So your margins are going to be the same there. And not only that, but now by giving that $25 or $50 gift card in exchange for a purchase, it's basically saying the same thing as a $25 or $50 acquisition cost. But that cost is just of retail value. So it's kind of like saying that your cost of goods sold is the real customer acquisition cost over there. So I think that was something that was really interesting over there. So you're not discounting your product. You kind of are, but you're not in the sense of it's a win for the customer since you know they're going to be able to come back. But you're also really increasing your lifetime value there as well. If you choose an offer that's pretty strong and, you know, maybe that can be redeemed for a full item or maybe it's part of an item, but now you're potentially increasing the opportunity to up that customer lifetime value over there because they're going to have to come back to your store and purchase again. And if you're giving a really good product, you're selling a really good product, chances are they will be back and now you're going to earn a little bit more trust between your customers. So I thought that was a really great tip over there. So now that I've kind of talked about what that strategy should be, what Nick suggested for doing on those different days, here's one thing that's really important as well. This is from one of the blogs that I've read also. And Nick kind of talked about this over there. Make sure you're showing your deal on your site. Make it loud and proud. There's no reason to really hide that you're offering your discount. You can even have that pop-up take up the full screen. No issue over there. And also make sure you're adding some personal touches as well throughout your purchase process. Maybe, you know, it's a handwritten note. Some brands do that. Maybe it's a little bit of a thank you, just a little something to thank your customers for purchasing during this time. And one thing I want to go back and reiterate also on the deal side, one thing that's important to call out is going back to what we were talking about, Black Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and you know, your Cyber Monday, don't extend your offers, make a different offer each day. And so, like I said, Nick suggested that for Black Friday, you go high AOV, high discount, try and do some sort of bundle. Then maybe on Cyber Monday, you're trying to drive volume. Maybe on Tuesday, you're giving back to the community. So you don't have to do always have the same thing because people aren't going to be inclined to come back if that's the case. Some other suggestions that are out there, and Nick's been a part of these suggestions as well, is try and maybe launch an exclusive item if you want to. And you can actually use a landing page and build it beforehand to get emails to sign up for that product. So I thought that was a really cool tip over there. And then the thing about landing pages is it is incredibly useful, even if you aren't launching an exclusive product, because it kind of cuts down the noise as well. I thought this stat was really interesting, and I wanted to call it out particularly that Nick said on an average site, like on-site conversion, you might see between 
one to four percent conversion rate but if you look at a landing page click through to a cart you might see anywhere from 18 to 25 percent ending up right in the cart from getting to the page and so that's huge like that's a really good way to bump up your conversions make sure that you're getting those orders pushed through and what landing pages really do well and I mean, a trend, we're a B2B company, but we use landing pages as well. And the reason they work so well is because it just cuts out all the noise. It cuts out all the extra fat. No one's really browsing around through other products. It's really a clear offer. This is what you're going to get. And it's got all the information that the customer needs to make a decision right there, whether or not they're going to purchase Finally, some suggestions. Obviously, a lot of people are going to be using performance marketing to generate sales during this time. A few different suggestions Nick had. He's saying that you should use performance marketing. But in addition to using performance marketing, if you want to test out some stuff, maybe you're trying to post your product on Product Hunt if you're launching or maybe doing like some sort of new exclusive launch or things like that. Typically, a lot of times used for software, but Nick's used it before and found success for consumer products. Pitch your product to BuzzFeed Shopping. That's something else you can do as well. Try out. And then another one is Reddit. You could use Reddit, get into some communities and really do some promotion over there or even promote your product through Reddit. There's some sponsored stuff over there as well. But the key thing here is as all marketing kind of goes is to just test it out. I think that's really good. And obviously, you know, if you do end up building out those landing pages or you are using content, if that's a key focus, and it should be a key focus through your emails as well, I always suggest using user-generated content. So if you haven't tried Trend yet, it's free to set up a campaign. Definitely recommend trying it out and getting some of those creator applications and seeing what you can get out of there in terms of content. And that can really help bump up your conversions as well. But not trying to be too much plugging trend over here. Really want to focus in on those e-commerce, direct-to-consumer, Black Friday, Cyber Monday things. And so that kind of sums up all of the tips that Nick had. And there's some great ones out there. We'll point to them in the show notes. So definitely check that out. That's going to be on our website as well. And it'll be in the episode notes as well. But that's all that I have today. So if you enjoyed this episode, definitely leave us a rating, subscribe. We'd love to have you getting those notifications every time a new episode's dropped. And that's all I have. We'll see you next time on the DTC pod. Thank you.